0: I don't know that anyone has ever said such nice things about us publicly.
1: I don't think so.
0: Perhaps we should just end our careers, our podcasting careers here. This should be the last episode of The Upside forever.
1: I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I was like tearing up a little bit. Like I was getting a little emotional to hear her talk about this. Like it's it's a big deal.
0: Amy Purdy uh, asked us to host her podcast. Called Bouncing Forward While She's Recovering from Surgery. Um, if you're, by the way, if you're an Amy Purdy listener and this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. Welcome to The Upside. But uh, our episode came out yesterday and we were sitting in the living room and our notifications went off because Amy tagged us in a post on Instagram telling all of her followers about the episode and who we are. And it was so kind.
2: It really was. So I don't even know how I'm going to share this without crying in gratitude. Um, honestly, it makes me wanna cry because I'm so grateful. So a few weeks ago, after I had my surgery, I posted that I was looking for somebody to take over my podcast because I needed much more time to recover than I thought. And I ended up getting probably 200 messages. Um, people, different people who I've never met before saying, oh my God, you have to have the upside take over your podcast. These emails and messages and DMs flooded in. So I listened to their podcast. They are fantastic. I had them take over my podcast and it's up right now. They talk about bouncing forward in our relationships, Jeff talks about his past divorce, how he got through that. They talk about a miscarriage that they had, how they got through that. They talk about different losses that they've had in their family. It's so good for all of us. So if you love it as much as I do, make sure to go over to their page and thank them for stepping in for me this week. Thanks, guys.
0: It's it's a little bit different the episode that she has of us, because it's her, what we did for her is like rapid fire. Here's what you can do. Here's what you did can do to keep it moving. Did you
1: listen to it and have any regrets?
0: Did I listen to it? No. Why? Did you?
1: I was like nitpicking us the whole time I was listening to it. Oh, you were? Well, I feel it's it's so different than this show. I mean, the theme is the same, obviously. Yeah. But I kind of wish that we were a little bit more conversational.
0: You know what I mean?
1: Because we had, I thought we had really good takeaways and I felt really good about the message, but you know, not like regret, but maybe the better way to say it is notes for myself for next time.
0: Were we moving through it too fast?
1: I don't know if it was that it was fast or that it just didn't feel, we're so conversational on this show that I think I was a little in my head about what we wanted to cover. And I was so.
0: If you had never heard us before. Was it entertaining if you had no idea who we were?
1: Yeah, I think it was. I think it was entertaining.
0: That was not a confident answer. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. Maybe. I don't know. I think it was
1: good. But not too hot,
0: not too cold. I don't know. Lukewarm.
1: But I was like, did we stray? And I guess we didn't stray from the brand because the brand is, you know, the upside.
0: Yeah. But I just like
1: the conversational piece I kind of missed. So, yeah. I don't know. You don't love it. I, I love it. I am a little self-conscious.
0: Oh, okay. Well, here's how you overcome. And you
1: were really good. And I felt like I was kind of like,
0: here's how I you overcome that. Well, I mean, that's the same here, right? Shut up <laughs> though. Here's, um, it was
1: very notice. I was very aware when I was listening to it and maybe it's because like,
0: it's like Amy we-
1: such a big deal and she's so amazing. That I was more aware of it and more in tune with it. But I'm like, oh, yeah, this definitely sounds like a guy that's had 30 years of broadcasting experience and this wife.
0: Um, And the other person. (laughs) And the other girl. Well, first of all, I'm sure you were great. Second of all, I wouldn't know for certainty because I didn't listen to it before I submitted it intentionally because I would have nitpicked it. You would have picked it apart. I would have been up for 24 hours editing. So what I used to
1: do that with my college papers.
0: Yeah, same if idea. If I read them
1: too much, I would just massacre the whole thing, and it would never turn out as well as it did in my first go-around because I would nitpick the heck out of it.
0: I made a couple edits at the beginning. Remember, we had something that we screwed up right at the beginning, and I and I edited it, edited it, where always drives me nuts, while were we were recording it. Like, I stopped and said, let me fix that, and we fixed that, and then the rest of it, there wasn't really anything so I made those the like co- the corrections, mm-hmm. a couple like weird pauses or like saying that sentence over thing. But other than that, I did not listen to it beginning to now
1: someone is gonna say, how can you edit your show without um listening to it front to back? And the answer is we have this, Jeff has this little kind of like remote control looking thing that he sits with during the show. And if we screw something up or we have to go back and re record something because it doesn't make sense or our storytelling is too long or all over the place or whatever, because ADD, uh, he does a little marker. So he knows when he sits down to edit where the mistakes are already. Yep. So he doesn't ever listen to the shows all the way
0: through. So. Uh, anyways, the name of the podcast is called Bouncing Forward. Please go check it out. Um, tell Amy on Instagram because she's very active on Instagram. Send her a message or leave her a comment on Instagram and, and tell her thank you on our behalf if you enjoyed it. Say yes. thank you for letting Callie and Jeff do that. And then give her a subscribe because that's a really – that's a cool thing to do is to give up your airtime and give it to another podcaster. So hit the subscribe button for – her podcast. And if you're new to The Upside, hit the subscribe button for our podcast. And now we're all big, big, one big, 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 happy family.
2: The Upside
3: means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair.
1: If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back.
0: My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I'm grateful for scratch-off lottery tickets.
1: Oh, Oh, I was not expecting you to go there.
0: I've just been feeling the itch. I've been feeling the itch.
1: Does that mean we're about to be
0: millionaires? Maybe. (laughs) I just, I saw they got like a new vending machine at the grocery store that's all digital, and I'm like, I'm going to go check that out. And I'm feeling, I'm just feeling lucky, so... I'll get some scratch offs in the near future.
1: My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for sign companies like printed sign. We have in our studio, we have printed signage of our logo. And I was just thinking that looks really neat. I'm glad that there are companies that do that. <laughs> Small, but true. I have realized. So people used to always say before, um, before I was a mom, people would talk about mom guilt. And I didn't really understand what that means because I... And I didn't realize this until I had Ellie, but so much of my identity is in my work. And I forever for the past 30, well, not forever, but I've been working since I was 16. And from 16 to 35, a huge part,
0: literally for half your life,
1: literally for more than half my life, I have wrapped my identity in, in what I do and which is great. But I didn't realize how much that was. I mean,
0: even even when you were seating people at the Outback Steakhouse. Oh,
1: I thought I was so cool because like Braves players would come in there and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, I know Braves players. So yes, (laughs) even Outback when I was a hostess and I just thought, well, I love my job so much. How would I why would I ever feel guilty about going to work? Like, it's really cool that Ellie has a working mom and, you know. I I want her to see me work and be proud of that. So I was like, I don't really get the mom guilt thing. And it has since shown itself to me. And the way it's kind of happened is I've realized I've had this kind of no phone policy when I'm with Ellie and I try really hard to put my phone somewhere else where I don't even see it and really give her quality time, especially at bedtime. Like that's her time. Right. We have a solid hour together of just us reading a book, getting ready for bed. It's just such a sweet time. And I realized, can I, can I pause
0: you to give you a life hack that I've started doing? Sure. Sure here. Um, when I'm working in the office related to the phone, because I'm the king of like, oh, that file saving. Let me just look at Instagram for a minute. And it changes the,
1: it does. It the does wiring something. in your
0: brain. Right? right. So you know what I do? I actually turn my phone off Oof. here. Yeah. But here's why it makes me nervous. <laughs> Because then you can't pick it up and just open it and look Mindlessly. at something real yeah. quick. So I'll actually turn it off and then I'll set it like on the little table right outside the door or something. Mm-hmm. So if I wanted it, I would have to get up, go to it, turn it on, wait for it.
1: Right. You make it hard for yourself.
0: Yeah. So anyways, I thought like you said you set it out of sight. Like, like you could well, also- Well, with
1: Ellie, I have it downstairs and then I go upstairs with her. So oh, okay. it's, that makes Same it a lot idea. harder because she's in my arms. Yeah. And I realized that at the end of the day, even when I was spending quality time with her, I was still feeling like I hadn't spent enough time connecting with her. Yeah. And I realized over the past week or so that I, part of the reason that I feel guilty about that is because when I'm with her, I'm not present. I'm present. She probably thinks I'm president president. She thinks I'm president. She thinks I'm present, but in my head, I'm going over, okay, next you do this. Next you do this. Next you do this. And I'm soaking it in a little bit, but really I'm not fully present. And I'm going to change that because it really has, I think, I don't think that's all of mom guilt. So
0: your, so your guilt isn't that you get up and go to work every day. Your guilt is that when you're around her, you're like, oh, I got to order more dog food on the target app. Oh, I've got to update those expense reports Mm -hmm. for work tomorrow. Or if I don't submit them, they're not, I'll miss the deadline. Oh, which
1: is, which is not what I want to be doing. Cause when I'm not thinking of those things, what I am doing that I love is staring at her little toes and trying to like, you know, really soak in how small they are because one day she'll be huge. And the little, nuances of how she smells and, and things like that. And I really want to be more present. So I am telling myself, like when I catch myself going somewhere else in my head, I say, I'm like saying in my head, stop. And that breaks up the energy a little bit. So
0: I thought I would pass that along. You should keep your phone with you. And then when you're hanging out with her, I'll text you and say, are you being present? So your phone will go off and you'll look at it, and it'll is be that right. your
1: next brilliant idea? <laughs>
0: yes. Digital reminders to put your phone down. Somebody asked a question on Facebook that got me thinking, and I thought that was really neat. Simple question. It was who do you owe your success to? Like who? Ooh,
1: that's a good question. Yeah.
0: Who was the person? And this was um. The guy who posted it is is an old radio dude, and he told a story of like a chance encounter by you know between two people, and one person mentioned something to blah 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 blah, and at the end of the day, somebody went on to have like a major market thirty-year radio career, Mm -hmm. all because of this one person taking a chance on them. Yes. So he asked the question, like, who do you who took a chance on you? And my answer. Is and it doesn't have to just be for radio. Like, do you have one person that comes to mind? Oh, yeah, you do. Uh huh. Okay, so for me, it's a guy named Mojo. His real name is Tom, his radio name is Mojo.
1: I remember the first year that I was doing our Christmas cards together, and I'm like, Who's Tom?
0: Yeah, or
1: it's Tom. Is it Tom?
0: Well, it's what you just said Tom and Chelsea Carballo. Uh, yeah, is his name.
1: Thomas, you had Thomas, Thomas and I yeah. was like. Who's Thomas?
0: Yeah. Well, he was working in Arizona and I was working in Boston. And we met at a convention and he convinced his boss to hire me to come out there and produce their show. Mm -hmm. And the pay was not astronomically higher, but the cost of living between Boston, Massachusetts and Tucson, Arizona like made it an equitable. Oh, yeah. Boston's expensive. Financially, it was an even move. Mm -hmm. Um, But he took a chance. Like he said, I'm going to give you a bigger stage to stand on. And, you know, it it won't just be a behind the scenes producer. You can be an air personality. You can do your phone scams. You know, when I was in Boston, I was recording phone scams. And then I would type out a script. And the host of the show would – do my part. And I would edit his voice Wow, into, okay. into my phone scams. And, and Mojo was like, you can do your own phone scams. You can be on the air yeah. every break. You can, whatever you want, just come out. Um, And then through him, I ended up meeting the guy and staying in touch with the guy who ultimately hired me to come to Atlanta mm-hmm. and join Q 100 in the Burt Show. So without Mojo's endorsement, way back in like, must have been ninety four or five, mm-hmm. three or four, probably. I never would have.
1: He changed your life.
0: Yep, hundred percent. Who's yours?
1: Well, I kind of have two. Does that count?
0: Uh, sure. I don't think that. I mean, I don't think this is a right answer, wrong answer.
1: Well, I kind of have two. One changed my mindset for the rest of my life, but my career was that I was hired by the Recording Academy in Nashville, the Grammy office in Nashville, to be a student representative for them. And at the time they had just launched this program called Grammy U and they wanted me to run a, well, they had started a test city for that program and it was going to be New York, uh, Nashville and LA. And my roommate, was their first student rep and she went to study abroad. So she was like, Hey, you guys should interview this girl, Callie. And I had no real experience whatsoever. And this is like a really high level thing. I mean, working with the top executives in the Nashville music industry to create events for students and all of these people that like, they make Nashville run. And I got that job and it was It changed my life.
0: So, who are you attributing the success to? Your roommate who set up the interview? Not my roommate,
1: not my roommate, the boss there.
0: Or the boss who said, even though you don't have any experience, we'll take a shot. The boss,
1: Susan Stewart. And she, it was funny because I was really, really shy. And the very first thing, I don't know what they saw in me because I was so timid and the job was very social. And the first time I'd never done any public speaking or anything like that. And they said, Hey, you need to go tell these Belmont students, which is where I went to school about Grammy U. There's like this, I don't know, little, uh, activity fair thing. And you just have to tell them what it is. Oh yeah. And I had read like a paragraph about what it was. It was brand new, right? Like I, there was Uh no training in it. There was no whatever. And I show up at my school and it is in our auditorium. Ah. And there were like 500 of my peers and I've never spoken public. And they said, you have 10 seconds to convince people to join your organization. And I, to the, so it
0: wasn't like a It wasn't like the orientation fair. fair. It was go up on stage and you've got three minutes. Give your pitch. Go.
1: And here's a mic. And I was like sharing the stage with like the head of student government and all of the stuff. So I blacked out. I could not tell you to this day what I said, but I had people say, oh, that was really great. That was really interesting after. I mean, it wasn't 10 seconds. It was probably 30, but very short. And uh, from, I got a little bit of confidence and I'm not still super confident with public speaking, but that really changed my life and the relationships and the confidence I got from that job. She's not
0: confident at public speaking. She says, as she speaks into a microphone, this is a public. Oh, because it's just, the it's just you and Lily. Yeah. Got it. Um, and who changed your mindset? Who do you credit that to?
1: This guy named Mike Noblock. he is an executive. He does all the film scoring for Universal. Uh-huh. So he's in film. And I met him in LA and he took me to lunch and was like, I think you're underselling yourself in life. I think you're really creative. I think you need to shoot for hire. And I was like, whoa. And- he,
0: Were you even like interviewing for a job no. or something? Or you were just networking with people?
1: I was, I was at an event and we met and he was like- hey, what do you want to do? What are your career aspirations? And I told him and he was like, we should go to lunch. I think that's r- the wrong idea for you. And I was like, okay. And he and one of his colleagues took me to lunch and he was like, I want you to talk to the woman was that did all of the marketing for the Simpsons movie. Oh, wow. this? Yes. And he was like, she did from start to finish all of the marketing and came up with all these creative ideas and stuff like that. You need to be her. Wow. And I was like, okay, all right, and that changed my life.
0: Today is Tuesday, which means our weekly email goes out. It's called The Pick Me Up, and it's packed with all sorts of great positive cool stuff. Sometimes we get some recipes in there, always something that'll make you laugh. This week it's going to be a big old tribute to T-Bird who turned 50 yesterday. So sign up to the for the Pick Me Up at callieandchef.com.
1: I stumbled upon the creepiest thing ever that's yesterday. A, that's
0: a bold statement. Oh. Given the amount of um, crime, true crime TV and podcasts that you watch and listen to, this that's a bold statement. Now,
1: do you remember me telling you why I hate haunted houses? Because there was this one room oh, in yeah. a haunted house and it was playing like lullaby creepy music and then a clown jumped out of some yeah. stuff. It. it was awful. Yeah. Awful. 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 So I am looking up there's this great commercial that Coles does right now. It's their spring ad campaign. And they have this song on there, The Sunny Side of the Street, but it's a new version of Sunny Side of the Street. And it's a great song. And I was looking up the artist and if, yeah. if it was on Spotify. It's not, by the way. It's a it's a Coles exclusive. But you,
0: you could probably download it if you, you get probably, some, if you got some Coles cash. <laughs> So Cole's cash, the original Bitcoin,
1: you know how you type in Spotify, the name of a song, and it brings you up all the songs with different artists. Sure. So I'm going through seeing this is before I knew it was a Cole's exclusive seeing if I can match the voice. Yeah. When I come upon a version of sunny side of the street that creeps me out so much that I was alone walking in a hallway at work when I was listening to it and I had to immediately turn it off. It is called David. I don't know how you say his last name, Aiden. A-Y-D-I-N. The album is classic songs on music box. It is a music box variation of classic songs. And I'm not even kidding you. If he's not being paid for his songs being in horror movies, he's missing out on a pot of gold.
0: It's like the. Um,
1: oh, my God. I I yeah. seriously have goosebumps right now even telling you about it. And we would play it, except for we can't because it's, it's illegal to pull from Spotify.
0: It's like the Jack in the Box uh-huh. type. But is do, it illegal do, to do, do that do, from YouTube? Do, 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 do. If the song is commercially available, we should not play it. Oh.
1: Dang it. Okay, well, do yourself a favor. If you want to really creep yourself out, wait till it's at night. Wait till you're driving alone and go type in classic songs on Music Box.
0: You know, it would actually be really great to do with that. Why don't you, in the middle of the night, just wake up and tell your smart speaker to start playing it in the whole house? It's horrible. If you're looking for a gift for a young person in your life, I've got a suggestion for you give them a kiwi co crate. We did this for our friend about 6 months ago. We just didn't know what to get her for her birthday. She's about 3 years old and we sent her a kiwi co crate. To this day, we are still hearing about the project. They get involved in octopus. It was either a creative project or a science project that she got to work on with her mom and every time we see them, we still Hear about it. It's so cute. Here's what a Kiwi Co Crate does it gives moms and kids and dads and kids something to do together that's going to get the kids' mind working, either being creative or analyzing or processing. It's all learning based play. It's so awesome. We even got a Kiwi Co Crate for our baby Ellie. Yeah, they start that young. They've got something for kids from zero all the way up to 100 years old. There's no telling what a KiwiCo kid can do. Kickstart curiosity, creation, and innovation in kids today, and they'll discover a brighter tomorrow. Get 30% off your first month, plus free shipping on any crate line with the code UPSIDE at KiwiCo.com. That's 30% off your first month at K-I-W-I-C-O.com. Use the promo code upside.
1: If you are feeling stressed, overwhelmed, totally unlike yourself right now, maybe you're feeling anxious, maybe you're feeling sad, you need help. And that is awesome. It is such a powerful thing to be able to ask for help. And it is a hard thing, but better help is making it so much easier. Now I have been in and out of therapy for over a decade. And I can tell you that by far the scariest part of therapy was trying to find the right therapist and not knowing where to go to start. Betterhelp.com is making it so easy to connect with licensed professional counselors all over the country. And when you go to betterhelp.com slash upside and you fill out the information about yourself, they can hook you up with a licensed professional counselor that you could start talking to in 24 hours, start living a happier life today. As an Upside listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com Upside. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash Upside.
0: Sometimes mom and dad need a little push. They need a little push to share with you the stories that made them the person that they are. And given that push can be awkward, but I got a solution for you. It's called StoryWorth. This is so cool. StoryWorth is an online service that will help anyone in your life share their important stories. At their convenience, it just sends them an email prompt asking them a question. They've got pre-programmed questions in there, so you can fire off one of those pre-programmed ones, or you can go write your own and insert those. Callie and I each gave StoryWorth to our dads last year, and we went in and changed a bunch of the questions to make them more personal to our parents. Mother's Day is right around the corner What a great gift for mom. It'll give her something to do over the next year. And then next Mother's Day, she can present all of you with a book filled with all of her stories. It's so great for everyone involved. Give your mom the most meaningful gift this Mother's Day with StoryWorth. Get started right away with no shipping required by going to storyworth.com slash upside. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash upside for $10 off.
1: Today's quote of the day is... Comparison is the death of joy.
0: Here are my three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. Another survey talking about friends. And I enjoy this one, Callie. And I think this one's more accurate than the one you brought up last week. Okay. Where everybody's got like 725 acquaintances, 64. I thought
1: you meant the TV show, honestly. And I was really excited.
0: Oh, no, no, no. The actual friends survey that you did? Yes. You know, the survey that everybody thought, everybody except for T-Bird thought was representing more, said more friends. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So how many friends is normal? According to this Gallup survey, the average American has three lifelong friends. That means somebody that they met in when they were school age and has remained friends with them their entire life. Okay. They have five people. That they are, they really like. These would be inner circle friends and they would hang out with one on one frequently.
1: Do you have childhood friends?
0: No. I mean, I do, but I don't stay in touch with them. Like, I don't dislike anybody from my childhood.
1: Right. But I, I meant like, you know, like Jenna and I have been friends since seventh grade. I, th- I not would, not like that.
0: I would still be friends with my childhood friends if I never left. Got that it. That makes sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, uh, and then the average person has eight people that they genuinely like, but don't spend time with. And that might be because of physical distance, you know? Yeah. People move away. So I think those numbers- Or just
1: like the chaos of scheduling, you know? It's like, I have a, like a handful of friends that I love so much, but I really don't see them. I see them maybe once a year because our it's just like ships passing in the night.
0: Um, I like that survey much better than the Me one too. you presented. t um, hate it. I know. Uh, a survey by US News and World Report ranked- the quality of life in various countries around the world and found that Canada is the number one country, followed by. Ever? Uh, well, right now. Look for quality yeah. of life.
1: Yeah. I believe that. Everybody loves Canada.
0: Oh, I didn't know what you meant by ever. Like of all time. I don't know. I'm no, just but
1: like. At this moment. Yeah.
0: At this moment in time, Canada number one, followed by Japan, then Germany, then Switzerland, then Australia. And then the United States. And my last random thing for today is, what age can you be legitimately called middle age? For men, it's 37, because the average man lives to be 74. So middle age would be 37. That's kind of depressing. And for women, it's 40, because the average woman lives to be 80 years old. So. Those are my three random things.
1: Now I have to tell this random story because I feel like this is something that you would get yourself caught up in Jeff Dollar, the awkwardness of what you would get caught up in. So, um, Keira Sedgwick, do you know Kira Sedgwick?
0: I know she's an actress. Yeah.
1: She's a lot of people know her cause she's, um, was on the closer on TNT, which is like one of those shows that's like always on TV, like long. Okay. Um, she tells a story on Drew Barrymore's talk show that she was at Tom Cruise's house for a a party, which I'm assuming is like, you know, a schmancy Hollywood party. And she sees this like weird button and she goes to press it. And I got to say, ballsy on her end, because I would never press a button that I didn't know, especially (laughs) at someone's house. Apparently, it was a panic button. Cops were called, showed up to his house, and she was never invited to his house ever again.
0: Have you ever been banned from somebody's house?
1: Oh yeah. You don't remember?
0: I can't. No, I don't. You I don't remember
1: do. the Taylor Swift fiasco? Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. I, this is still like one of the most embarrassing. I mean, I have never felt like more of like a tiny little ant than I did in this moment, but I was at an event and Taylor Swift was there. I did not know that it was a private event. I, you know, cause usually if you're at the stuff, people tell you like, Hey, you know, we have like a, we'll take your cell phone or, you know, yeah. whatever. And I posted on social media that I had met her and I don't think I'll ever be invited. I, I mean, they, not only not invited, but like I am, I was yeah. so, it was so embarrassing and uncomfortable that I And we'll probably never go to a show of hers ever again. Yeah. I'm too scared. Like her people don't mess around.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was within an hour. And the only reason I know is because I reposted what you posted and you called me and you're like, like a half hour later. And you're like, I need you to take that down. I had to take my post down. I didn't realize this is a private event. I'm so embarrassed.
1: Oh my God. It was, uh, I was so, I have never felt smaller in my entire life. So I think I'm, Pretty much, like, guaranteed persona non grata. Um,
0: yeah. I had a friend that I worked with get banned from one of our coworkers' houses. We all went over one day after work. Um, I think maybe, like, it was, like, a rating celebration or something, and we all go to this one dude's house, and we're celebrating and having a good time, and, you know, there's drinks a-flowing, everybody's whatever, and... This guy decides it'd be funny to start moving things around the house. So he like found a picture of grandma and grandpa and put it in the freezer. And then he found like he took like a house plant and he put it in the shower. You know, he was just. That is kind of funny. Just subtle little things that for the next couple. You're
1: like, how did that happen?
0: Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Well, he did something stupid, which is he put something in the oven. So think about when you're making something in the oven, when's the last time you actually open to look at the oven? Oh, you don't. You to just make sure turn on. Right. Yeah. So before you preheat the oven. So he just, he puts something in the oven and like a week later, dude goes to make something, turns the oven on to preheat. Goes about his business and 15, 20 minutes later, the kitchen is filled with black smoke.
1: Oh my gosh, he, I bet he felt so bad.
0: They had to call the fire department. It was this huge thing. And it wasn't a secret who hid all the stuff around the house. Yeah. Um, but that was a huge issue between the two of them because he was like, You could have burnt like hot. It's fun. Grandma and grandpa in the freezer is funny. Stuff in the oven is stupid. Oh, and it was like a god. huge at work thing and so so that guy was banned by his the wife of the homeowner said he's never coming back to our house again. Oh my god. Ever. 800-434-5454 if you've been banned and wanna share your story, we'll use it on an upcoming episode.
1: Did the I my last question yeah. is did the guy who did it feel really bad
0: or was he like whatever man, that was funny? Uh, no, he felt bad. He's like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have put stuff in the oven.
1: I, my favorite part of these stories is the embarrassment factor. Yeah. If you're like, oh my gosh, could I feel any smaller right now?
2: Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families.
1: Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. Most people learn about the Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow.
0: I'm not sure what I've done, Callie, to traumatize you or to impact you, but why would you think that I would show you a video of a puppy dying?
1: I didn't think the puppy was dying, but... (sighs) have you ever seen this is why i don't watch animal movies even if they're cartoons because i can't handle it because even when it ends happy the middle is still sad enough to cry and i don't want to cry
0: um so i
1: hated that and i knew that i would hate it and i told you i hate it and you're like no keep watching and i'm like no i don't like this it makes me feel bad and you're like no keep watching and then you just looked at me you're like you know the dog lives like yeah But it's sad in the middle.
0: I shared a video on Instagram yesterday. I read I got it from Kramer. Yeah, I blame Kramer. Kramer up in Baltimore. His radio show shared this video of a dog that falls into a swimming pool and is struggling to get out. Another dog comes along saves it pulls it out of the pool and then stays with it until it's fully recovered and it's so sweet and whoever produced the video put like sappy music behind it and stuff and i almost had to fight Callie to get her to watch the whole thing she's like i don't want to i don't have any interest in that i don't want to watch it i don't want to watch it it. it's a good ending
1: it doesn't matter so are all the dog movies online but i can't i mean not online but all the dog movies like i can't handle handle 101 dalmatians either
3: Hey, Jeff, it's Robin. I just wanted to let you know, you probably have three or four years to get through all the Disney movies um, because
1: Ellie's not gonna sit still for that long until she's maybe three, but probably four years old. The best shows to start out with is Peppa Pig. They're like six minutes long and they're cute. And then Disney Plus has this cute little show called Bluey. And those are real short episodes, too. And little kids seem to love those two shows the most. So you still have several years to get through all those movies that you haven't seen. Love the show. And you
3: guys, I was tearing up listening to all those beautiful messages for T-Bird. I hope T-Bird had a happy birthday. And how awesome would that be to have lived a
1: life where everybody talks about you like that. That's just all amazing. Love the show. Bye. You have a lot of things to think about, right? You have a lot on your plate. What you don't need to worry about is having uncomfortable bloody feet from wearing flats when you're running around let me introduce you to Rothy's. Rothy's is my favorite shoe brand. Not only are they incredibly comfortable, there is no break-in period, but they are also made out of recycled water bottles. So these are water bottles that would have otherwise wound up in a landfill. Rothy's has taken them and turned them into beautiful shoes, bags and masks. I'm gonna to recommend to you the sneaker style of their flats. They are so cute. They can be casual. I also wear them to work so they're not like, you know, too uncomfortably casual. You could go either way. I love this brand. You are going to love them. Check out all the amazing shoes, bags, and masks available right now at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. Style and sustainability meet to create your new favorites. Head to rothys.com slash upside today. You're talking about handshakes.
3: We in the medical community still do not shake hands. That is not approved, even if you guys have had your vaccine, so stop shaking hands. Even if you wash your hands afterwards, stop shaking hands. Fist bump, Jeff, fist bump. Love you. Great show. Bye. Hey, hope you're having a great day. Just wanted to call and say many anxiety attacks. I've got a list going. I knocked off two last week. You're right. It does make a world of difference. Now, if I can just get through the rest of the anxiety list, I'll be even better. But um, it did help to get two of them crossed off my list. Anyways, take care. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. I have happiness on the TV that will make you smile. You were talking about and your three favorite things today about going to a dog park when you need an uplifting and if you have a smart TV. You can download an app called Pluto. There are a, let's see, three channels of nothing but pet TV. And it is the most adorable channel ever on the planet of Earth. It is so precious. The dog channels is just nothing but dogs playing and the shenanigans that they get into. It is the best so, I've actually watched it while having hard conversations on the phone because it just completely lifts you up and makes you smile. So, I hope you enjoy. Bye. Hi, Callie and Jeff. I was calling, thank you guys, for your new sponsor, Me Undies, because whenever you guys talk about it and say underwear, my kids, Ellie is two and Gabe is five, and they think that's hysterical. So, thank you for your new sponsor, Underwear is Funny. And it's a lot of times you feel like, well, am I doing the right thing? Is this really, is this good enough? Am I good enough? Am I strong enough to do this job? And then you just have to believe in yourself as much as you can. And against all odds, you just say, you know what? I'm gonna just put my best foot forward and I'm gonna give the world the best that I got, right? Mm -hmm. Anything is possible.